that's why you we should be careful what we do how we bring up children around us mm. these are things we should do we should not look at all everybody and just say i'm i'm i, I i'm not i i I'm, i do not care mm. yeah for everyone as a child help as much as you can help Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to the lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. Welcome back to the Sisters Let's Talk podcast. We are in the lounge. Um, this is I am Lucia, and we have Fumi. Fumi. So we are coming to you this week um, ahead of Father's Day. But before we get to what we're going to talk about today, we just want to do a brief recap of the previous episode. So just. Okay. Oh. I'm so excited to jump in. Listeners, if you have not listened yet, you need to tune in so to us. We've, <laughs> we've already been getting good uh, reviews. The numbers are looking good with the listening. So y'all need to jump into it and don't miss it. So last week was our episode with our newest author in town, Lucia Williams. We interviewed her on her new book, do you know that woman? That woman? No, I just I just talk to her now and again. I'm a <laughs> dare, dare to believe our miracle babies. So I think I switched the title of this book. Yeah, dare to believe is right up there because but that what our topic was on last week and we went into what it means to wait. Um, what does it feel like waiting and just pulling out the heart of the book, the heart of writing, the heart of telling your story raw and vulnerable. It is a powered episode. You need to log in today and listen. Um, so that's all I can say. If I start talking, I'll keep going. But today we do have a very special well, let's, guest. Let's talk, let's just briefly let them know about Mother's Month, because it wasn't Mother's Day, actually, since we're going to jump into this that we're doing today. Um, in the Mother's, in May, it was, as everybody knows, as Mother's Day was in May, what, May 8th. But the entire month, we spent it um, talking to professional mental health uh, counselors, psychotherapists, uh, social worker, and just dealing with a lot of things that um, 
you know, the mental health part, the counseling, what are some of the stigmas? I think, I guess we, we, we're dealing with stigmas so far, but if you haven't listened to it, go back. They, it's very, um, they're very good eye opening. And these people have, um, very wide experiences. So I would urge you guys to go and listen and drop us a comment. And for today, uh, we've talked to the mothers. We are now, <laughs> I give it to you. We are now in June. We're talking to fathers. We're talking to people that, <laughs> we're talking to a very special dad, father, grandfather. Sorry, the special dad. <laughs> Do you want me to do this intro? The special... Can you get out of my business here? (laughs) (laughs) The very special dad. um, Very special to me. I guess if you haven't read in between the lines, I am talking to my papa. I call him dad. So welcome dad to the show. Thank you. Uh, so he did not send us an introduction, so I am going to introduce him like I know him. So actually, I never sent a request for an introduction. I oh, figured that's... you can do justice. If you can't do justice, then uh, no, that's his wife's job. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> so welcome, Daddy. So. Um, that's that's daddy to me but he is dad to so many um i and we'll talk more about this on the show but reverend bontin and he will tell you he normally uses all of his names um which he has four of them um bontin aina victor davis um is my daddy and he is and he is also um a dad of two well i don't think we should say that but he's a dad of many i normally have to correct myself when i say that um and he not only has been a daddy that is present but he has always been a daddy that that cares and will go over and beyond to be there um for <laughs> the numerous children that he has. Um, he is a husband um, to a beautiful wife that I do call mom. And <laughs> he is also grandpa to three biological grandpa, biological children, but grandpa to so many. And he is very energetic. We have to try to slow him down now and again. But his imagination you is. You mean this part get more energy past you for me? I did not say that. I said he's energetic. Um, he is. <laughs> he is a songwriter. He. Wow! He, I did yes, that. Yes, he wrote songs in Creole, which is. Um, a dialect that we use in Sierra Leone. He's a born Sierra Leonean, grew part of his childhood in Ghana, um, has traveled um, around the world, especially in West Africa or in Africa, loves to travel. And um, he loves to talk. Um, that is one thing I know He's about him. And 
yeah well yeah he is a reverend so but i can keep on going and going he has been my daddy for over 40 years so i have a lot to say about him so but welcome reverend bonton davis to the sisters let's talk podcast thank you for the intro and you forgot something that if a, a friend a schoolmate to lucia's father felix Oh, wow. oh yes, my... that's actually true. <laughs> yes, it was my it was my classmate. We had Sentinel Tabernacle School, Tabernacle School. Secular. Oh my goodness, that's that's where I that's when you guys were like little kids. <laughs> oh, yes, like you, you like young Fumi now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh something? my god, I, I didn't know I that. I vaguely remember one either was you or him telling me that i vaguely remember but i'd forgotten that that information oh I, well i learned something wow. new today too you know it's a small world and here I we know. are the two of us eh <laughs> that's right i know i normally tell people um that if i call you auntie or uncle or something like that is because my dad knows so many people and sometimes i don't even know how we related but as part of our culture like you just call your dad's friend uncle and auntie and sometimes you don't even ask for the family tree and if you try to ask and try to trace that tree you get lost somewhere in the middle that's why I feel like I find myself. So I do have a lot of aunties and uncles because my dad knows everybody. So daddy, um, I know Lucia has said I'll be asking so most of the questions, which I have no problem doing, uh, but she will be... <laughs> typing in now and again so we'll just make this conversation as pleasant as always i have a question about the songwriting you know okay. but let's go let's go <laughs> so dad um you've been a as i mentioned but you've been a daddy to two biological children um but you've been a father to so so many what does fatherhood mean to you wanting to be a father you have to be responsible Mm. and also if you keep your standard Mm -hmm. so many people will admire you and they want to be by your side and they want Mm. to be in your house around your house within or without Mm. you see so i think that alone has made me to be a father not only in my own home, mm. but to many homes. Mm. Responsibility. Yes. Mm. So if I can chime in, is, there, uh, is that different or is there a difference in the context of a father as an African father and maybe a father outside of the African continent or the African culture? Is, do you think there's a difference or have you observe that there's a difference? Well, I can observe some difference in this part that I am now living and the part I was. In Africa, you can be a father, biological and non-biological to so many mm-hmm. because of your responsibility and the ability to assist when they are in need. And they always come to you, Papa or daddy 
or whatever they want to say, Father, can I, can I, can I, then you, be, you, you are open. Then your responsibility become more open and more responsibility come to you. This is how you become a father, not only to your own, but to others. Mm. But here you feel like it's different. I think I see, I see so many different because it's like you are conservative people. Mm. Mm-hmm. You keep your, your stuff you by stay, yourself. You, you, keep for, stay you, keep for, you keep for perhaps only four people. <laughs> right. well like what do you think is is the reason for is it just our maybe the culture yes like they it's 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 yeah it's, it's it, i think if it's open right because mm-hmm. here you everybody you go to work you come home if the kids you pick the kids up from school then you, everyone goes into their house yeah that's it or if they have extracurricular activities, go into the car, take them to the activities, bring them back home. Whereas mm-hmm. back home, when you come home from school, I mean, sometimes the parents are not back home yet, but the neighbors are there, you know, you go play, you go around. So the father figures or the mother figures, usually the kids flock to that house. Yeah. Here... Yeah. You got to be careful how I know you don't do that. You stay in your house. Yeah. Another thing you see back home, the doors are always open. Just ram the door with a knock. Yeah. You enter here. You have to make a call, book an appointment as if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody will tell you, I'll be okay. I'll be home at, at that time or that or not be at home. Yeah, no, just go. I mean, I, know, I can just... leave now and go and find a relative. But here you want to go and find a relative, you have to say, will you be at home? Even when they say, yeah, oh, sorry, I, I, I forgot I have an, another appointment. You see, then? So yeah. definitely the culture and, and how things are done here is different. Yes, definitely. Um, so we'd like to give our listeners a little bit about about our guests. So since we're talking about fatherhood, um, a little bit, I know if you wanna go delve into it, you've lived a long time, 70 plus years. So there's a lot (laughs) that went on. (laughs) But if you wanna highlight some part of your growing up and things that you learned from your father, my grandpa, I, I, I loved him. He was the man of, very few words but um and i did not spend a whole bunch of time with him but the time that i spent with him i valued and i still remember those times because he lived in ghana and we lived in sierra leone but growing up what are things that you learned from your dad that you feel like you carried through your life and into your your fathering in fathering us well, I'm, I can tell you, like you said, mm-hmm. your grandfather was spent most of his time in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And I spent most of my time in Freetown, Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. I was not brought up per se um, by my father mm-hmm. because um, we spent perhaps about two or three years back mm-hmm 
in Freetown, Sierra Leone, under the same roof. When he was also in Freetown, we, we were not always at the same home. Mm. He was living somewhere else because I lost my mother at a tender age, very, very early age, about How five. Old? Five, okay. Yeah. So I, I grew up with my grandmother. After some time, I went to somebody who was not even my relative of mine and who saw me and saw something in me and took me as a child at the age of eight years, I could say. And I grew with that person until I finished school at the age of 18 and worked until I got married in 78. I was brought up not by my father per se, but he also showed his responsibility. That's why that word, that word should not be there. He showed his responsibility as a father. Even when he was not, we are not under the same roof, but you have to do what you have to do. See your child, feeding, clothing, schooling, etc. These are the principles you must show as a father. If you neglect that, you are a father by just penetrating, but not a father to nurture. Mm. You're just a donor. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yes, you're a donor. <laughs> but from your book, when I get time to read the book, I can see something for me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, there's one assigned copy in the way. <laughs> Um, but that, that, that is that, so that is interesting, um, that, and, and I think this is one, um, very good thing for our listeners also that fatherhood is not just somebody that took part in the, in the, in the making process. It can be who raised you up, who nurtured you. Um, so, and, but at the same time, the, because your father was alive, he still, got to be do his responsibilities as oh, yes. a father and um, I, I have to do a responsibility to him <laughs> yeah because he came and stayed with us now for mm -hmm. some years and then when he was older yeah yes. and you able to that that is lovely um do you have people that you look up to as father figures especially with your story, like people, like you didn't grow up in the same home as your father. You were raised up by your grandma and another family that you were not even related to. Um, and some of us, like in this part of the world, will probably think about it like fostering or adoption or stuff like that. That's the names of the labels will probably put to that. But do you have other people that you look to as a father figure? Going well, I could say, um, the one that brought me up, raised me up, I could say, mm -hmm. I looked to him as a father figure. Mm -hmm. Because even me not being his biological child, mm -hmm. he had two. I took care of them because I, I was older than them. Mm -hmm. But up to now, we call ourselves brother and sister. Mm. We, 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 we do not part. One is in America, one is in Sierra Leone. But we, we see ourselves as brothers and sisters, and we have not departed from it. Mm -hmm. You see? So 
you look at him as a figure. I saw him as a figure and he brought me up with that part as a father. And incidentally, also, my father and him went uh -huh. to the Prince of Wales uh -huh. as their secondary school. school. Uh -huh. You see, then later he came, to, I mean, when, he, when he, the, my father and, and uh, met with him for the first time, they said, whoa, it's a small world. Mind me interjecting what daddy just said. Uh, actually, you said a, a lot um, uh, and made some very strong points. Um, because if we're comparing fatherhood back then and fatherhood now or being a father, um, if we're talking to even our generation and the generations that are coming up behind us, one of the things or one of the struggles people do have is um when they their father or mother are not around for whatever reason maybe they they are living somewhere else mm -hmm. maybe they passed on early on they didn't have that um connection but your dad really is i i guess because uh um things have changed a little bit because here he's saying sharing is if you see someone you need you know be there so there was always someone to fill that gap right mm -hmm. when when that father figure wasn't there and now people are they 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 feel that void there's a void for them and yeah. it's that void that they are trying to fill in different in other ways but yeah. he, then the second point that I got from what dad was saying is that the praying is that our father, the ultimate uh -huh. father. So in if you do not have someone that's around you that can be a father figure, um, our father is the father to all. He says, I'm yeah. the father and mother to everyone um, is to remember that you are not alone. Uh, mm -hmm. Even myself, I can even testify to 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 this. I guess maybe because of the culture, I've been out of the country over twenty years now. It's mm -hmm. been over twenty years, and we didn't. The entire family didn't relocate. It was yeah. just myself. At some point, my brother, and he's back. He's gone back. So in this twenty years, I've never had my parents around, mm -hmm. but. I've always had someone around that I could call a mother figure and they stepped in, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I would, you know, or I would present myself. But now I don't know who the people who would step in for people, you know, just to, to be that figure, that model. I yeah. think it's a struggle, sir, for a lot of upcoming generation now because we are all in silos. Yeah, I think that's that is a big, it's a big problem. But I think the 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 I don't know I don't know if there's a, a one fit all solution to that. But um, also, it's it's sometimes it's us not being able to, to reach out because there, sometimes there are families that we admire, but we, there, it's something in this culture. I think I, I wrote a little blog about it the other day. It's like, we don't, we don't put ourselves out that we need something. 
I feel like there is this something in the air. It's like this untalked about rule that you don't you don't show you appreciate you don't show that you need something you don't you don't let people know what are the things that are really affecting you 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 keep it all in which is i think something that 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 hinders us and some people have done it and it's hurt them um i will say but it it like especially like when sometimes people give you give you compliments or, or tell you that you look nice or it is it is their families that that we if we present ourselves that you know i admire you as a dad it gives that invitation to know that 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 person is missing that instead of closing it up and say and not and not showing that you need it what did they if your dad can speak to it did do you have that type of uh, culture then because Coming from a background career, you don't say much, but for whatever reason, they were still around. People were still around. Yeah, yeah. you see, uh, um, one thing from what you people are saying now, mm -hmm. culture also plays some parts, especially mm -hmm. for the Creoles. Mm -hmm. They keep too many secret secrets. Mm, mm, say it aloud. <laughs> when things are even hard for them, mm. they still keep it. Mm -hmm. They don't tell it to somebody. Feeling that. But why is that though? That person will be the what you call a, 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 what you call Fox Fox Nine or CNN. Or, or, or 98.1 you know these are these are the way that that's why they keep it secret secret mm. but in my own case like as i said i was with my grandmother mm -hmm. because of how my grandmother was seen and it mm. and then ghana was a bit hard my grandmother had to be a nanny some with somewhere Walking, my sister, elder sister, now late, was there. And the way they saw us, my grandmother bringing us up, the culture they saw in us, the training, I, they said, oh, mom, can I help you with mm. that child? Can I? Then that's how it brought me to somebody as a child. Mm. So they saw the need and, and actually presented to help when they saw the need. That's it. But yeah. some will also see the need to help mm -hmm. and they see the need that somebody was in need. Mm -hmm. And they, they'll say, it's not my business. Mm. Even some here, you want to help some people say no. But mm -hmm. yeah. they are in need. Yeah. I, I mean, this is this area. You see some people here who needs help. You want to help and say, no, no, thank you. Yeah. They, they, they want to do it themselves. I, yeah. I can see with them. I, I, I see people, they carry so many lumbers. When they want to help them to load, they say no, because they think when I'm get when I get home, I'm mm -hmm. going to do it myself. So why, why mm. not try starting from now? But no, back home. You, you go there by culture, as, as we say, again, there are tribes, 
as they are there to work. Mm. Even if you put them in school, mm. they will leave school and go and find something to do outside. Mm. Yes, like, like the Creoles, for, for example, you will hardly see them working at an early age. Mm. They, they mm. want to finish schooling. Mm -hmm. Then before they start, they want to, after schooling, go to university. After that, then they find the white collar job. They don't, mm. they, they, don't, they, want, they don't want to do farming. They don't want to do be, be a gardener. They want the white collar job. Then mm. later on, you see the one who, has, who is a farmer getting more money. We got jealous. No. Trading, the upbringing is also something we should take. As a father, you should train up your child. What Proverbs 6 and 22, 6 tells us? Train up a child mm. in the way he should go. Mm. That when he or she is old, will he will not depart from it. Training is only mean just, not, not for them not to use abusive words. No. Train up them for also to, to have responsibility, and especially for the for us men and even the, for, for, for mothers, they also should help. They are help meets. They are not there to finance. The daddy, you are there. You have a major responsibility. And you should keep up to your responsibility. Your wife is a help meet. Oh, word. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that's a whole other <laughs> full conversation. <laughs> I think we've already had that discussion a while back. <laughs> One thing I like about my dad, I that maybe I should a lot of people that have sat down with him, he would bring up a topic, a controversial topic, not that he is in agreement with that topic, but he loves to, I don't want to call it debate, but something like that. He, he will debate any topic and at the end of it, He'll, you'll see that he totally agreed with what you're saying, but he will be the devil's advocate all the way to the end. And we normally, I don't think, I think both of us kind of have a little bit of that in us, although. But it's, <clears> a, good, it's a good thing because you, if you don't talk about, you have to yeah. talk about it and then you know both sides. Yes, I know. But that's, that's one thing I admire about him, um, that he will, he will, bring an argument to anything even and you will not know which side is on until the end sometimes you never know anyway but greatest that's one of my memories and <laughs> one that i'm still living even as a grown-up but um talking about fathering and now that i have my own kids now that i i i, I see my husband fathering and learning through every day, every process. We've talked about this on the show now and again, um, about, um, about the, the whole learning as, a, as an adult, even with your children. So one thing I remember growing up is, um, I think I, I told my dad the other day, um, is when he used to come home and he'll turn on the music and he'll take my hand and we'll dance around the, the living room and we'll have a dance party when we're growing up. He used to love to dance. 
uh, we'll dance, we'll go to parties and he would take me and we'll dance. And I cherish those memories. Um, and what is one thing you remember about those memories that you took your time to create for your family? Um, what do they mean to you? Even now that you've seen us grown up, you've seen us make mistakes, you've seen us messed up things that you trained us to not do. Um, but those memories, what do they mean to you? What, as you say from the start, when you were born, mm -hmm. you were also brought up not by Bontin and Claudia, mm but by your grandmother, mm. auntie, grand-aunt, no, and your auntie. Granny Bikin. Yes. I know, big time. And um, no shame. I was staying at Kisi, and we have to come to Wilberforce to see you day in or <laughs> day out. They were just, so, they just birthed. Everybody needed me. See, I'm special. Sorry, go on. So, Having the time now when we came together, when we we all we are in the same roof, under the same roof, you have time. Children, you should have time with them. You have time with them. When they are four, five years, mm. they start changing. Mm. You see, until when, when they leave that infant school, going to, when they are teen, when they become their that teenage, they forget mm. about you, the father even. <laughs> and they think about themselves because they have friends now that are, are, are there with them. And you mm. as a father, they don't see you as a father. No, but with that old time, that young age, when you mm. roll with them on the ground, creep with them, run after them, and they, and they run after you on the ground, you know, those memories, yeah. you will not have it until you have grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And they will come an hour, and you, you they run on you. They um, um, be you be you be like a a, 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 a trampoline for them. I mean, they jump on you. These are the, these are the things you enjoy when you become a grandfather. Mm. As a father, you you enjoy it up to certain age. After you cannot carry them again. You see, mm -hmm. working with them. Yeah. I mean, these 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 are ways um, that you see you change. It's just like a commune or, 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 or butterfly. Mm. You don't, they don't go as a butterfly. No, mm. butterfly. Then you see the flavor of it, of being a butterfly. Then, but at a young age, you see, you see them. I mean, these are, these are ways and means you can bring up and you have memories of them. But some fathers, not all fathers, will have memories mm -hmm. of what, like you said, I mean, mm. having time with two people. Mm -hmm. Some fathers have time outside because mm. they are burden in their home. But mm. you have to solve your own problem and don't solve your problem in front of your children. Mm. That bedroom is a law court. It's a mm. judgment place. Judge your case in that room. I always tell even my, my, uh, uh, people who come to me for, uh, for counseling before marriage, I tell them that bedroom is your courtroom. 
What you say there should live there. Don't let somebody else know. Judge your case within him, not, not in the parlor. Mm. Or sitting room, as you say, judge it in your bedroom. That's what you say is your place of yeah. Because if you sleep in the same bed, you should be able to make peace in the same bed. Mm. Not outside. So if you come to your children, they should see, see you and they don't know what's happening. I've never been judged by my mother-in-law or my father or no. We judge that case. The case we, may, oh, we disagree, but we agree at the end. So having a having a good having a good mate helps you be a better father. That's what I'm drawing from it. And create good memories. And create good memories. Because you're not doing all the other stuff in front of the children. You, 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 you two coming from a different background. Mm -hmm. And now you're, you're trying to bring, bridge the gap. So bridging that gap, mm -hmm. it doesn't come automatic. It, I mean, you have to take it steadily until you reach the end. Running 100 meters is different from running 400 meters. Mm. So you have to you you're basically learning through your part of fathering. So you're learning to be a father. You're learning to bring up children. You're learning through the process. It does not come in a whole package. You're learning through fathering. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You're learning about yourself. You're learning about your children. You're learning about life in general. It's a package. After yeah. a father. Then you can come a, a grandfather if God so spare you. Mm. So when now that I, I you say he said three score years and ten, and if by reason of strength mm. he be four score years, mm. and to reach that four score is not is not that smooth. So mm. having a turn, you want to look again for for what a great grand. So hey, <laughs> yes, I want Amen. to see. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, Daddy, if I may ask, if I may ask, can you, uh, can you maybe give us one memory, memorable memory that you have with your daughter, our our host today, Fumi? It doesn't have to be in childhood. It can be any span within the last 40 plus years. Well, one thing I, I, I will say to them, I mean, not only her, but because um, first day of school, especially when they were attending secondary school, I had to drive. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be driving. But when, when they started nursing school, I had to drive them to school. And, but I don't take them back home because mm -hmm. we are not there. I mean, but when they were going to secondary school, first day of school, or for that week, mm -hmm. they have a ride to school. Mm -hmm. That was part of their um, sort of congratulation mes message okay. for doing well for the term. Mm -hmm. After that, you have to pile. <laughs> we call it pie. <laughs> you you're on your own. You walk up. You're your own. Yes. <laughs> that's that's it. That's they, they also enjoyed it because they will look they look for that. First day or, or, or when when school gets open, September, they're looking for that week. Mm. 
they will always have the right front of the school, back. I will. I don't mind. I mean, but they have to leave home on time. They know that we are people on time. We don't wait five minutes to time as they as they do for us. Uh, oh, I, I'm on my way. No, 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 no. We don't understand that language. Uh, right? Yeah, uh, Daddy, I don't. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> um, we try. So he he did teach us to be on time. We're just working on it. <laughs> We're all working. Work it. It's Still okay. It. <laughs> so um, Dad, I wanted to bring this really quick, and I know we're running out of time, but I think I only have like two more questions. I will make them short. One thing I. And I, I had to leave home after, um, after the Civil War. I had to, and that was a big thing. I think I wanted to ask you about it. Like, I remember, like, I was one of the people that I never remembered going to a friend's house for a sleepover. That's how home body I was. My dad won't, I don't think that even came up in a discussion. I remember no, one that time I was, never comes up no, in a discussion. I remember one time I had to go play at a friend's house and my dad knew them. Like he made sure I went there. And right at the time they said, like they had agreed to be picked up. My dad was packed in front for me to be picked up. There was no sleepovers, there was nothing. So I had never left home. I think I had only went to my aunt's house for summer vacations. And that was like, she no, was like part of a no. house. Creole picking left home. Hello. <laughs> there was no fun. Like I'm looking at my daughters, like kids now, like, oh, they can go over and have a sleepover. But anyway, one thing I wanted to say, I so I never spent like my adult years at home or um even in the same continent as my parents. But one thing I learned um during that time when I wasn't home was that you had to endure so our home was attacked by thieves and my dad basically closed stood behind the door so that they would not get to my mom and my sister or my cousin that was home or my brother like he had to stand at that door and got stabbed a couple times protecting home i brought that up because I feel like a lot of fathers miss that of a lot of not not just fathers, mothers or or parents, or parents in general miss that part of the 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 thing that comes with fatherhood and that mantle they have over the head of protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is my place. I have to protect it. Because mm-hmm. I see that in my husband, too. That mm-hmm. is nothing. Like, he says it. Like, this is, I protect what I own, mm-hmm. what I have. What was that like? What was going through your head? I, and I wasn't there. I don't think we've even talked fully about it. But what was going through your head, looking at it from that lens of fatherhood right now? What was going through your head during that time when you were standing there as a husband, as a father for your home? That's also is part of your responsibility mm-hmm. to protect your family as the head. Mm-hmm. 
the thieves came in. We, we, we just gone to bed. I mean, like 45 minutes. Mm. We never had, we had a sound, but we never mm. knew it was thieves. And it, I mean, of, of course, we, um, part of our system is blackout, mm. no light. So the place was dark. But I came in, had a discussion, and what do you want? What, I, what do you want? Get in, get in, get in. I knew if they got hold of my wife, the first thing they want to do is to rip or to, to say attempt anything. Mm. And then if, and because they, they, they had pistol, um, pistol and um, machete, et cetera, you know, things that you have to harm you. So I went into the room and closed the door. I said, is that, I said no, you will not come in. But God was with me because I was praying also as I stood by that door. Mm. It was not only bunting. Mm -hmm. It was bunting and God. Hallelujah. You see, God was That's there the with me. me. Uh -huh. The angels were there. Uh -huh. And I stood there. You cannot believe. After even when they went out, after the next door, we had, we had um, an internet um, place there. Uh -huh. When they, they, the security had a gunshot and they said, Oh, then they started talking like Liberia. But we were there. Then I knew I had been stabbed. Uh. But before then, I, I did not. You were focused on protecting. Adrenaline. Oh, yes. Adrenaline uh. kicks in. Oh, yes. Adrenaline kicks in. Wow. But um, um, that 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 is what like that has made me that actually that experience and just seeing how my husband is like his sense of protection is like way up there with our family and our kids and just over us and I've seen it in some of the fathers that I've been around just seeing that has taught me helped me understand your like my father's point of view or like all the fathers that I see right now. So I'll say one thing that you will say, every man should know. I know you've said it, you've said quite a good things that I think they'll, they'll take from it. But if you wanna round this up, what is one message you will talk to that dad that is thinking, that is not thinking as a father right now, what is something that you will want to, if they don't take anything from this message, what is one thing that you want them to take as we round up? If I don't know, see that what you donate mature <laughs> and immature with responsibility. Yeah, that's, that's, that's deep. That's deep. Ooh. <laughs> okay. We're just going to leave it at that. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> That is um, deep. So, listeners, you have to <laughs> dissect into that. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Dad. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. Me. This we appreciate. Is <laughs> yes, we really appreciate this generation um, having conversations with this generation with all due respect, because I think part of Fumi has said it, I've said it, part of the 
the the the immigrants in the diaspora um part of our common i don't know if you want to challenge is mm -hmm. not being always able to have this you know talk tete a tete with yeah. the other the the older generation because you need to get that wisdom and then yeah. pass it on pass it on yeah so i i like they always say lucy old people i like to sit around seniors and i like to sit around kids under five you learn a lot that's true <laughs> that's very true okay then thank you so much i know you he has to go to church so thank you thank, thank you, for you very much thank you um, Love you. And God bless you. Are God bless you. Yes. On their way. With long life. So you see your great grandkids. Great kids. I'm yes, not ready yes, to yes. be a grandma yet. But um it's a long way. Amen. It's a long way. Yes. We are praying for it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Love you. Love you, you too. Soon. Bye. Thank you. Reminder, you have what it takes. You just have to say it. Be a student. Only you can do what you're created to do. Visit our website, www.sistersletstalk.com. That is www.sistasletstalk.com. Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite other sisters to the lounge. <laughs>